What's up, guys? It's time for another episode of Believe Me. That's the former Pro Bowler Cordell Stewart, the, uh, the career handicapper Brandon Lang. I'm your host, Joe Serralo. And of course, Believe Me is brought to you by our sponsors over at Bet Online. Head on over to betonline.ag for the latest lines, odds, news, and developments. Folks, it is time for playoff football. Get your bets in at Bet Online and use the promo code Believe for your first time deposit. That's B L EAV. Bet Online will match any deposit between 50 and 1,000 bucks up to 50% only with that promo code Believe. So head on over to betonline.ag. It's where the games begin. All right, it is time for episode 20 of Believe Me, just in time for Super Wild Card Weekend. That's the former Pro Bowl quarterback, Cordell Stewart. That's the career handicapper, Brandon Lang. I'm your great-looking host, Joe Serralo. Gentlemen, we've got a lot to dive into. Cordell and I both coming off a of 4-2 Week 18. Brandon, just 2-4 and four in Week 18 yourself, but you're on a college basketball heater. B. Lang, well, what happened last night to you in the college hoops world? Pac-Man, waka, 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 So, quick story. Lunch with my business manager. Love five games last night, which, of course, Wednesday night. Love five games. So, I leave lunch, but a $1,000 five-teamer. Pays twenty four grand. No problem. That's what I'm doing. Walk in the sports book. Put 500 down. My two best bets, George and Marquette. I'm like, I'll take the other three best bets, put them with the three NFL that I love, and there's my six-teamer for 24000 So, had I just stuck to the normal plan of a thousand in five games and be done with it, then I could have bet a three teamer with whatever in my this is what happens. Marquette wins outright plus three and a half by eight. Georgia wins outright, catching two and a half by eight. Done. These next three games were the most insane on the planet. Pitt plus eight and a half at home over Duke. Oh, in yeah. it the whole way, leading in the second half. And then all of a sudden, Duke goes on that run line. They're up eight with two minutes to go. Goes to 10, back to eight, goes to 10, back to eight, never gets to 12, which you're in trouble. <laughs> eight down to six, eight down to six, six down to four, six. And then the last 30 seconds, it's an eight point game. Pitt decides not to foul. Game ends on eight. I cover eight and a half. Check, three down, two to go. I have Xavier at home minus two and a half over Creighton. They're up four, oh. five seconds to go. Creighton hits the three, cut it to one. Inbound foul, they call it with one second to go. Kid for Xavier goes in line, hits both, win by three, cover the two and a half, another half point cover. Last but not least, UNC Wilmington at home, catching two and a half over College Charleston. Winners of 16 in a row. They're up one, one second to go. They foul. Kid for Charleston goes in line, 86% free throw shooter, makes the first, misses the second. They win by two, it covers by a half. So instead of going and picking up my 24,000 and being done with it and maybe taking 2,000 and putting it on a three-team parlay or 5,000 and putting on a three-team parlay that pays 30,000 with the three NFL games we're going to cover, I now have to sweat the other three NFL games to get to my 24,000 of the six-teamer that I put in. Moral of the story, just bet what you're going to bet and don't deviate from the program. So as we break down these games, you will know what three games that B-Lang needs to complete the 16 parlay for 24G. That's the oh hook. That, that, that's the hook, Lang. I love it. Keep the people tuning in because I want to know which three games you haven't told me yet off air even. I want to know which three games you need for that parlay to cash in. But we're going to start with the football games with Mr. Stewart. Cordell, I want to hear that beautiful voice of yours, man. Game one, some Saturday football. Seahawks, Niners in the Bay Area. San Fran, nine and a half point favorites. Will the 49ers beat Seattle? By double digits, Cordell, or did the Seahawks keep it close? Maybe even mess around and win the game. 
Well, I, I, I tell you, Geno Smith has really played some really good football. I think leading the National Football League in passing percentage, like 69.8, something to that extent. He's really been a lightning rod for this team, considering the transition that they actually had to go through with sending Russell Wilson off on his way. But I still see this 49ers defense being extremely impactful when it comes to slowing that passing attack down, if you will, of Geno Smith and that offense. Yes, they find ways to get it done. Yes, the team plays awesome, but they have to go on the road and play in San Francisco. Uh, what is it, Santa Clara, if you will? Yeah. In Santa Clara to actually play against the 49ers. And I like this kid, Purdy. He's 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 really live in the pocket. He's doing all the things they asked Jimmy Garoppolo to do, but he does it with more action. He's able to get it done with his feet as well. I just think right now, with what they're asking him to do and how good this team is overall, I don't think the Seattle Seahawks have enough on their better day to get it done. The question becomes, will they be able to do it by double digits? The answer is yes. Ooh, Cordell taking the Niners off the bat to win by double digits at home. Cover that nine and a half point number. Brandon, what do you have to say about that? <clears throat> Niners went up to Seattle with Purdy as their quarterback. It was a Thursday night game. They were laying three and a half, four. He didn't play well. Shanahan didn't ask him to do much. They had a nice fake the screen to the right, fake the screen to the left, hit Kittle down the middle for a touchdown. Great play there. But other than that, they didn't play well. Final score, 21-13. It's my job here on this show to make people money. That's what it boils down to. And so you're probably looking at a backdoor situation with this game. I know that in the first meeting in San Francisco, the Niners blew them out. I think they blocked a punt for a touchdown. Um, but in this game, divisional rivals, you know each other very well. The back door is going to be open. This is the first of the B-Lang three-team 10-point teaser that we're going to be giving out on this show. Ooh. All right. Take the Niners. Current line is what? At, at bet on nine and a half. Line? Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Let's tease that down to the Niners plus a half. Three-team 10-point teaser. This is the first leg of the three we're going to talk about here on the show. I'm going to tease the Niners down to plus a half and just look for them to have to win the game at home as the first leg of this three-team 10-point teaser. Let's take the Niners down to plus a half. Interesting uh, logic there, Brandon, because I actually have the Niners. I got a three-team seven-pointer that I'm in love with, and I got the Niners down to minus two and a half. And I know where one. you're going with the other two. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, as we go, I know exactly where you're going because it's where I'm going. So here we go. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Well, Cordell likes the Niners by double digits. Brandon saying played a little safer, take him to win. I, I do think Seattle might keep this one close. It's really tough to beat a team three times in one year. I think the Niners will beat Seattle three times this year, but I think you'll see each game gets a little closer than the last. Game two, Saturday night. Jaguars back-to-back -back Saturday night games. They are playing host to the favorite Chargers in this game. LA Chargers minus two in this one. Brandon, starting with you, which side are you on? You know, week three, watching the game I was watching, I can't remember what game it was, but I remember in the afternoon, because this was a, a, an afternoon game, week three, Jags at Chargers. And I remember the score on the bottom. And I remember seeing 10-7, 17-7. 24-7, 24-10, I'm like, what in the world is going on? The Jacks are blowing the doors off this team. Final score, 38-10. Jags blew them out. I went on YouTube yesterday and watched the 13-minute <clears throat> clip highlights of the game. A couple of turnovers by Justin Herbert led to the blowout. Um, but they did a great job. No Keenan Allen. 
But remember, this was week three. Everybody's healthy. They blew the doors off him, and they bracketed Mike Williams, did a great job bracketing him up, and now you're asking the Chargers, first of all, I think Brandon Staley is a buffoon. I just, I've never been a fan of this guy as a head coach. The stuff he does, the fourth down gambles is atrocious. You're asking him to go into Jacksonville, lay points on the road in a playoff game and beat Doug Peterson. I don't see it. The best thing to happen to Jacksonville is they feel touched, grabbed, held. The pressure of having to win a game in a playoff situation against the Titans last week. And despite Trevor Lawrence playing like garbage, they still figured out a way to win. I think he'll be better. I think they'll be better. I like the Jags as the first of the three teams I need to complete the parlay. I have the Jags plus two and a half over the Chargers. There you go, little home hmm. dog action. Cordell, you look at Jacksonville, they've won five in a row. You look at the Chargers, they've won four out of their last five. And if they didn't pull their starters late in that Denver game because they had the five seed clinched, they would also be coming into this. Victors of five straight. So two hot teams. Which side are you on, Mr. Stewart? I'll tell you what, this team right here with the, with the, with the Jags have been battle-tested. And, and when you've been battle-tested the way they started off in this season, to then finish it off with a great win against this Titans team, even though Trevor Lawrence played horrible, but he played well enough to win. May have not won you any money, but he played well enough to win. And I think that mentality of not feeling like we have to be perfect, but just play our type of football, it's good enough for Duval to get it done. So I'm going with the Jags, Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson. I think that duo has found their niche, and I think they continue with this defense playing like a college team, just running around having fun. Running game is solid. Trevor Lawrence makes plays with his feet. The receivers are catching balls. Special teams sneaks in every once in a while. I'm going with the Jags. Experts in agreement. Home dogs taking the Jags, the 9-8 and eight four seed over the big bad Chargers, who if you put their roster on paper up against any other roster in football – I mean, you could argue the Chargers may be the most talented team in the league, but we're going with Duval on this one across the board. This next game is not going to be as fun, not going to be as exciting as any other game this weekend. The <clears throat> Miami Dolphins going to Buffalo. Another divisional playoff matchup, another meeting for the third time this year between two rivals, but Skylar Thompson is the quarterback for the Dolphins. Gentlemen, I don't even know if there's too much to say about this one, but Brandon, starting with you, can the Bills win this by two touchdowns? Is that 13 number a number you would take? Last time they met, Miami Dolphins had just spent two weeks on the West Coast going from Frisco down to L.A., traveled back home, then flew up in cold weather for a third straight road game. And I thought Buffalo would blow the doors off him. And that game cost me thousands upon thousands of dollars. Dolphins ran for 188, two or three for 264. They were right there, lost at 32-29, put up a 29 spot on them. I've said all along, I think Buffalo's defense is a sieve. But now it's Skylar Thompson. I still think Miami will be able to run the football. I still think that this game is going to be interesting. But at the end of the day, the second team of the two team th of the three-team 10-point teaser, Knew it. take the bill for minus 13, take him down to minus three. Let's not have to deal with any backdoor nonsense. Remember, they, they were laying, they were laying a Ten and a half number to Green Bay and let them hang around up 17 and Aaron Rodgers pumped in the back door. They won by 10. The Buffalo Bills are the king and queens 
of giving up the back door. Let's avoid that. I'm going to tease them from minus 13 to down to minus three as the second team of the three team. Ten Cordell, points. you, yeah, you know that nobody loves backdoor nonsense more than B. Lang. Which side are you on here, of Cordell? Course he does. <laughs> you think the Bills win this one by 14 or more? Or do you think even with Skylar Thompson at QB, Miami keeps it somewhat respectable? Strip, strip clubs and backdoor nonsense from the man <laughs> B. Lang is always special on this show. It, that's why I half of our air momentum, times are in the middle of the night, by the way. This is this is the sports 100%. betting show after dark. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, this Bills team is playing really good, right? But they have moments, as Beloved just mentioned, they'll give it right back to them at the latter part of the really? game. And yep. if you're trying to bet on something, you're trying to depend on the Bills. Yes, you could go and say straight up the Bills win, of course, all day long. But when you talk about this double-digit minus 13, you just don't know how comfortable they're going to get knowing that they don't have two in. And I think this offense with the Miami Dolphins is actually going to run the football pretty well to keep this kid Skyler in position to not have to win it by himself. With that being said, I'm going to go with the Bills. I'm going to go ahead and ride with the Bills. I think they're going to try to find a way to make sure all the woes that we have questions about lead into this postseason of understanding what the bigger picture is about. I think they're going to play much cleaner football. They have a chance to. They don't have Tua. I'm not acting like it's some slouch of a game. But I'm going to go and rock with the Bills. I'm, 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 I'll, I'll go ahead and give it to them. I, I say it's a 14. I think it's 14 points more that they actually win this game by. Cordell, I'm, I'm rocking with you on that one. Because if you look at what happened a year ago, the Bills <laughs> played the Patriots. Same situation. Wild card weekend, third time. Divisional rival went one and one in the regular season and people thought the Pats defense would be able to stifle Buffalo. Buffalo would win, but it would be close. Buffalo came out and beat him 47, 17. I think now you add the juice of DeMar Hamlin being back in Buffalo, talking to his teammates. I wouldn't be shocked if DeMar Hamlin shows up to that game. Hopefully he's, he's able to, I think Buffalo is going to go out there and blow the doors off him. But in Brandon's teaser spirit, my official bet for this one, it's leg number two of the seven-pointer. Yeah. Niners minus two and a half. Bills down from 13 to minus six. It's just a lot safer because there always is the threat of the back door, especially when Brandon's involved. Let's get on to the fourth game, the Giants and the <clears throat> Vikings. Second time in a month that my Giants are headed to Minnesota to take on Kirk Cousins and company. Cordell, starting with you, the Vikings are three-point favorites. Do the Giants keep this one close like they did last time, maybe even win it? Or does Minnesota win it by a bigger margin than they did a few weeks ago? You have a team that leads your team, your team, the Giants, that leads the National Football League when it comes to percentages and, and blitzing, and that's 42% of the time. They're actually out there heavy with a heavy dose of getting at the quarterback. Wink Martindale, you have Kirk baby. Cousins over here. You have Kirk Cousins over here who's trying to deal with the blitz. I think this game is going to be a little bit closer. Actually, you know what? I'm going with the road team in this one. I'm going with the Giants. I'm going to give the Giants something on this. I think Saquon Barkley and his quarterback and that defense, what they blitz in the way they do. They know if they put pressure on Kirk Cousins, which is B-Love's favorite guy. He loves that quarterback more than any quarterback <laughs> in the National Football League. I let him give his spill in a second. I'm going with the Giants in this one. I think they go inside a three-point. Cordell's on my Giants. Brandon, Giants, 10-2 and two against the spread as dogs. 6-1 and one against the number on the road. They were dogs in all seven of those road games. I mean, they lost by three because of a, I don't want to say lucky, but a fluky franchise record 61-yard field goal on Christmas Eve in Minnesota. 
are the Giants due, Brandon? Game two of the 16 $24,000 parlay, which should already be in the bank had that not gotten <laughs> flippy flippy, is the Giants plus three and a half by bought the half over the Minnesota Vikings. Did you know Minnesota's eight and 17 straight up, nine, 15, and one against the number in the postseason since 1989? That includes 0 and 9 against the spread when they're facing a team coming off a loss, but the Giants are against the Eagles. We know about Kirk Cousins, three starts in the NFL playoffs, one and two straight up and against the spread, including 0-1 straight up against the spread as a favorite. You like that? You like that? You like that? Give me the G-Men outright as they take care of business and send this horrific Minnesota defense home. I've said it all year long. We're not looking at a 12-5 and football team, ladies and gentlemen. We're looking at lucky a nine and eight football team that shouldn't even be here. It should be the Detroit Lions who should have beat them in Minnesota, beat the doors off them in Detroit. It's too bad we're not seeing the Detroit Lions because the Detroit Lions would have scared some folks in the NFL playoffs. Give me the G-men outright. Second time around, Lions beat the doors off the Vikings. Packers beat the doors off the Vikings. Minnesota in a rematch this year, one and two straight up, one and two against the spread. The Giants in a rematch this year, just one and two straight up, three and oh against the spread love the giants here minnesota also just three eight and one against the number versus nfc opponents they were 13 and four football team with a minus three point differential to your point there brandon about them being a nine and eight team in disguise the giants are going to go there take brandon's advice by the half point we're all on them plus three plus three and a half giants are going to win this game outright i love the six seed over the three seed most times. Last year, it was San Fran over Dallas in that opening round. I took San Fran plus the points. I took a money line. I teased them. Wild card weekend was the best weekend of my life last year. Let's make it happen again. Let's take those New York Giants. Game five, gentlemen, we can be quick about this one because I want to get to Monday night to the game of the week. Ravens, Bengals, Cincinnati minus eight and a half in this one. Baltimore, it's looking like they're not going to have Lamar Jackson. So Cordell, starting with you, do they even have a shot at keeping this one close? I don't think they have a shot. I mean, you're looking at the Cincinnati Bengals team, the best covered team in the National Football League at 13 and three. They're six and one at home, 10 and three as the favorites, and four and two within their division. Pretty darn special. That dude, that dude at quarterback, honestly, I, I don't know what's happened over the past few weeks, considering how it actually first started. We knew this, we know this of Joe, Joe Burrow, Burrow, but it's been so clean, so technique sound. We know there's issues up front on the offensive line when it comes to guys being injured and not being able to play in this game, but that never slowed him down because he probably was the most hit quarterback in the National Football last season in what they end up doing, actually going to a Super Bowl. He's dialed in. He's locked in. He's ready to go, regardless of who starts that quarterback for Baltimore. And because of that problem, the Bengals may go havoc on these folks and actually make it worse than what we're saying it is at eight and a half. I think it's probably double digits at 10 or more. Brandon, what about you on this one? This cat goes to Ohio State. Urban Meyer recruits him, tells him you're not good enough to play at Ohio State. Can't beat out my quarterbacks. He looks around and says, okay, I'm going to transfer. Where am I going to go? Wait a minute. LSU's got this dude named Jamar Chase. They got this dude named Jefferson. You know what? I'm going to head down to Baton Rouge and hook up with their brothers. And they put together the greatest offense in the history of college football. And he goes off. And it's just carried over into the NFL. With that being said, back doors always open again, ladies and gentlemen. The third of the three-team 10-point wildcard weekend playoff teaser. Take the Bengals 
or minus the points and get them down to plus two, two and a half based on where the number is. And all you need to do is basically watch the Niners win, Bills win, the Bengals win. Don't deal with all those points. I am telling you right now, that is a three-team 10-point teaser that cannot and will not lose. And the third leg of Joe Serralo's three-team seven-point, <laughs> the Cincinnati Bengals minus one and a half. I will say on the record, if you made me play a side straight up, it's Bengals minus eight and a half. To Cordell's point, I think it's a double-digit win. I mean, I just, especially Tyler Huntley's questionable. Lamar Jackson's doubtful. Anthony Brown's in there at quarterback. Just don't even play the damn game. But Cincinnati in the teaser, I absolutely love it. This team looks poised to make another run. You know, historically, the team that loses the Super Bowl comes out very hungover the following year. This year, I think you're seeing the opposite. The Rams didn't know what they were doing. The Bengals, they might be back. Brandon? Cordell, with the contract situation, quickly, having played in the NFL, do you think Lamar, Ooh. if he had his contract, would play this weekend? Yep. Most definitely, I think he does. And, and to be honest, I'll throw it out there. If you knew what you had out on the football field on the outside, Cadillac Brown is gone, he's not there, you're not able to do much at all, whether it's injuries, running the football, any consistency to have an identity. And he's not playing as good as he wanted to play, considering he wanted a bigger contract. I mean, he's milking it, knowing that who else you're going to go with? You see what's taking place with the backup quarterback and a guy after him and whoever else is next, it might be us after that. Yep. I think he's working it to the point where he's saving himself for his contract because rightfully so he deserves it. I think they handled it wrong. But if you're asking me, Mike, I don't No one else is listening. This is just between us three here, by the way. No one else is listening to it. Yeah. I think he's savoring himself for that big deal that he wants. He doesn't want to injure himself anymore. And That's why not? Point. Kyler got the bag. Russ Wilson got the bag. Lamar is 20 times better than both of those guys. So why That's not? Right. Guys, we've got 75 seconds left in the show, so let's get to the Monday night game. Cowboys, Bucks, Brandon, going to start with you on this one. Dallas on the road, minus two and a half. Who do you like? The third leg of the three-team, 24,000, $24, parlay. Here's the Bucks on Monday night, plus the points. Tom Brady, 7-0 outright in his career against the Cowboys. He's never lost to them. I will take the Bucks all night long, plus the three and a half, bought it up to a half. I expect Tampa Bay to win the game outright. Mike McCarthy gets fired. Brandon Staley gets fired. And Sean Payton decides whether he wants to go to Dallas or L.A. Cordell? What a finish. Mm. What a finish. Cordell, yeah. Bucks, cowboys who do you like? All night long. That's what he said. Here, here's, here's the thing. Your quarterback in Dak Prescott has thrown so many interceptions since he's come back from his injury. It's That's beyond me. Davis Winston. I mean, it's <laughs> beyond me right now. It's beyond me. That, along with Tom Brady not being afraid of this team, being 7-0 since their last seven meetings, I'm going with the Bucs. I think they actually come into the postseason with something to prove. That Dallas Cowboys team is actually falling apart as they sit here and talk about them and thinking about them. And as they're putting a game plan, game plan together as we speak, I'm going with, uh, with Brady and uh, being 7-0. And I, they probably went by a touchdown more. I don't think we disagreed on a thing this whole episode. And I'll tell you what, it was one of my favorites of the 20 we've done. One thing I do want to throw out there last year, Super Wild Card Weekend, which historically, Wild Card Weekend has belonged to the underdogs. But since they added a team, it's kind of gone the other way. Last year, four of the six games were decided by 15 or more points. So if you like the Bengals, if you like the Bills, if you like the Niners, but you think it's too many points, last year, 
four of six games decided by 15 or more. And before we wrap up that Bucks game, Mike Evans, anytime touchdown, plus 175. Take it to the bank. That does it for Brandon Lang. For Cordell Stewart, I'm Joe Sorala. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.